most churches are, are, are at a state of uh, decline or plateau. Yep. Most of that group are, are in decline. Yeah. And so, you know, as a, as a pastor, man, to, to, to see your congregation year over year uh, dwindle uh, and, and to see your finances dwindle, um, it gets really hard yeah. to want to, 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 to stay in this work and, and in this profession. This is the Church Report Podcast, exploring challenges the church faces around the world. Brought to you by the Rogo Foundation. Now, here's Scott Camden. Hi, this is Scott Camden, and you're listening to the Church Report Podcast, where we engage in conversations about the church, brought to you by the Rogo Foundation. Today, I'm spending a little bit of time with one of our executives here at Sandals Church and for the Rogo Foundation. His name is Ron McCoy. And Ron, could you share briefly a little bit about the role that you uh, oversee or that you sit in here at Sandals Church and for the Rogo Foundation? Yeah, Scott, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on today. Yeah, I get the, the privilege of overseeing our foundation, uh, which is really primarily the work of going in and, and partnering with, adopting, and replanting churches uh, that are that are struggling. Uh, I also get the privilege of overseeing our existing campuses and our, our multi-site operations here at Sandals Church. Hey, real quick, how many locations do you oversee? A total of 13 locations. So you're, you're just a little busy. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Well, today we're going to tackle kind of a, a two-parted question. We always strive to take on one topic in this podcast, but this has kind of got two sides to it because one typically uh, it leads into the other. And it's in current times, why are pastors leaving ministry and churches closing down? Mm. So, Ron, in the last seven or so years that you've been sitting in the various roles that you have occupied here at Sandals Church in your current role with the Rogo Foundation, you are in the midst of these two things daily. And also, because we have some amazing strategic partners, we're part of conversations about this regularly. We're talking with pastors who are getting ready to leave or who have recently left. We're talking to churches who are putting out another pastoral search committee because their pastor left. We have churches, their their pastoral search committees reaching out to us asking for help. Um, We are constantly being contacted by churches really across the nation that are on the precipice of making the decision to sell to a developer, to sell to, to some other group that's trying to buy their property or to potentially donate it to a ministry like the Rogo Foundation that specializes in adopting churches in difficult seasons, revitalizing and relaunching them. And so how would you address this question? Let's take the first part. Why are pastors leaving ministry? Yeah, well, man, that's a that's a loaded question, Scott. And there are, as you might imagine, just a number of reasons why uh, pastors are leaving ministry. Look, I think the first thing is... Um, you know, ministry is hard. I mean, we, we just have to call it for what it is. Ministry is hard work. Um, you know, a, a lot of these guys um, ha- have been in ministry for a long time. Uh, I forget the exact statistic, but I think that the average pastor at the at the average church in the United States uh, for the last number of decades has lasted less than two years on average at yeah. each church. So there's this constant re- revolving door. We're constantly moving on to the next thing. Uh, it gets really hard to build relationships that way, I yeah. think, um, which is which is one issue. But the other thing is, look, they're just tired. They're discouraged. You know, most churches in North America today, if you look at all of the studies and statistics that have been put out in the last couple of years, most churches 
are, are, are at a state of uh, decline or plateau. Yep. Most of that group are, are in decline. Yeah. And so, you know, as a, as a pastor, man, to, to, to see your congregation year over year uh, dwindle uh, and, and to see your finances dwindle, um, it gets really hard yeah. to want to, 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 to stay in this work and, and in this profession. And so I think, I think those are probably the biggest reasons. I mean, just seeing people leave the church, watching your congregation get older and not seeing uh, new families and young families attend church, and then watching your finances dwindle. You know, oftentimes uh, pastors are, are leaving because there's no money to pay them anymore. Yeah. And, um, and man, that's a really hard position for, uh, for a church that might even love their pastor, but they just, they ran out of money. They're down to, you know, eight people, 10 people, even 20 people, but they've got to choose between turning the lights on and paying their pastor. Yeah. And, um, and, and that's a really hard position. And so for, for all of those reasons and others, we're just seeing a, a really a mass exodus of, of pastors in North America. What, what would you say to the, the the challenge of cultural change or demographic change around a church? I know that that's something that we talk about a lot here at the sure. Rogo Foundation because we see that that's one of the things that often has played a major role in a church uh, as they've grown closer to the position of realizing that they're they're on the road to closure and that closure is potentially imminent unless there are major changes made. So again, to clarify, the role of cultural change or, or demographic change around their area. Yeah. Well, look, it, it's no surprise. I mean, it's, especially here in California, um, you know, communities in the last 40, 50, 60 years, since most churches have been built, uh, have changed drastically. Yeah. Uh, culturally, they've changed. Ethnically, they've changed. Um, economically, they've changed. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of times churches are located in, uh, in, 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 in communities where, the makeup of, of even the geography of the community has moved. And so this church that at one point was in a, was in a bustling residential neighborhood is now on a commercial strip mall next to a gas station and a dry cleaners. Um, and it's just not in an ideal location for a church, right? They, 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 you know, they don't have parking anymore. People can't walk to church like they could have 40, 50 years ago. Um, and so all of those things certainly contribute to, uh, to the decline of attendance, to the decline sure. of, 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 you know, seeing the people reached in the community. And for churches who have hung on to pastors for a long time, the challenge is, can that pastor culturally reach the community that is now culturally relevant? Yes. And oftentimes the answer is no. And so that leads to great frustration. Yeah. Heartbreak. Yeah. Questioning your ability, yeah, of course, and, and ultimately <laughs> potentially the the choice to step down, yeah. to step away, to go somewhere else that might be a, a better or slightly easier fit. Sure. Um, so, so with that, let's talk about some of the major things that you're seeing that le- are leading to church closure. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, if you'd like to split it up this way. Let's talk about locally. Yeah. What are we seeing in Southern California, um, and then? if you would like to maybe expand that to talk more about what we're seeing across the nation. Yeah. Well, look, it's, it's for a lot of the reasons uh, and, and, and things that we've already talked about. I mean, just the makeup of the community has changed yeah. so drastically. Um, it's, it's really hard for churches to, to reach people. And what happens for, for most of these churches, and I think this is true, not just in Southern California, but it's true everywhere. You know, uh, it, Churches sort of, I like to think of it as they just sort of slowly drift away. You know, they forget their, 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 their North Compass, and they sort of drift off course a little bit. And, um, 
You know, if you think about the analogy of a of a sailboat, and um, and if if the rudder is a degree or two off, well, after a mile or two, it might not be that far off course, but after a hundred miles, a thousand miles. Well, you're all, you're in a different ocean now. Yeah. And I and I think about that in context of the church. And you know, as the community changes, churches slowly become more inwardly focused. Yep. They become more focused on the things they like. They become more focused on their preferences. They become more more uh, focused on the kinds of music they want to listen to, on um, on the, the 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 kind of preaching they want to hear. Um, they become more focused on you know, things that are, that are inwardly focused and they forget that, that they're supposed to be focused on reaching the community, on doing things that are, that are, that are maybe uncomfortable for them, but that things that can draw the community into the church. And so over many, many decades, as you might imagine, these little tiny changes, these little sort of pivots inward right. become monumental after yes. many decades. And, um, and, and inevitably what you have is a church that's so inward focused, it would be uncomfortable yeah for for an almost unheard of for an outsider to come even visit the church sure sure and um and, and that's why we see churches that are filled with people who uh who are older yeah um and i say filled that's really not true who sure. who have a few remaining older members and nobody else yeah and they've probably been there for many many decades we see those churches and in, in, in the kids ministry does not exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. And the, the youth ministry does not exist yeah. anymore. And the young adults ministry does not exist <laughs> right. anymore. Right. Um, sadly, we get to have conversations about them. And you talk about professions of faith and baptisms. And that, that's stories of the good old days. Yeah. And that's, that's, not, that's not pointing a finger. That's not making light of it. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. And you see these, this faithful remnant who's striving to steward well that kingdom asset yeah. that they've been entrusted with and they have a burden to steward well. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this is a good segue into, I, th- I think, a, a tough topic to take on, but, but, I, but, I know, but I know you, I know that we can, can handle this well because we talk about it so much, is the role of leadership yeah. in the closure, the ultimate closure of a church. And being somebody who maybe had a season where they were probably leading really well, they had built a good team around them or whatever they had, they were able able to manage predominantly on their own. But so much has has changed outside of their control. And the way that they used to lead is not how things need to be led now. It's not the right approach. It's not the right tax. It's not the right strategy. And so... How do we? How can we talk about the role of leadership that ultimately uh, revives a church that was on the road to closure, yeah. saves the church, yeah. or allows it to end up closing? And, and what I think that is 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 somebody really having a, a sobering look at their strengths and their weaknesses, yeah. and being willing to ask for help. Well, man, gosh, we, we could we could talk about uh, we could talk about this for hours, really, Scott. But I, I I've, I've just got to tell you, um, I've never met a church pastor at a struggling church um, who wants their church to close. Right. I've never met one who doesn't care about their church, who doesn't care about the gospel. I've never even met one that doesn't want to reach their community. And so what we what we oftentimes have to acknowledge as as people, this is this is true of, of you and me and of, of of the pastor who has been 
um, leading maybe far beyond the number of years they should have been leading, is that as generations change, we need to be bringing up the next generation of leaders. That's good. And so for, for us, you know, I think at Sandals Church and at the Rogo Foundation, this is one of the reasons that we have a residency program. It's one of the reasons we have our Rogo School is because we know that um, we know that the church is not ours to lead forever. Right. You know, my, my, my seat at the table is not my seat forever. My responsibility is to, is to, is to lead while I'm in that seat and find the next person in a generation or two uh, after me to pull into my seat and right. to lead in my seat. And I think what we have to just acknowledge in the church is we just haven't done a great job at that. Mm. And that's okay. Um, but we can't be afraid to hand the torch to the next generation. Amen. The church is dependent on our willingness to hand the torch of leadership to the next generation. It's it's the only it's the only way it's, it's the only way it makes it. Yeah. And so um so yeah. I I I, I want to just say if you're listening to this and and you've been in this season it's okay to hand the torch of leadership to the next generation. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and not only is it okay, um, it's, it's a, it's, it's a necessity. Yeah. And so, um, we shouldn't be afraid about that. We shouldn't be intimidated by that. Um, all thriving organizations do this and they do it well. Yeah. And the church shouldn't be afraid to be a thriving organization who does it well. Yeah. Amen. You know, I, I feel led to say, you know, if you're listening to this, and you realize that you've been in a season of challenge as, as a pastor, maybe you're a board member or an elder at a church, uh, and, and you hear this and you're realizing that, man, I, I, I wish I could grab Ron. Um, I, I know you'd prefer to talk to him over me, but you'd, you'd love to get a conversation with Ron, and you'd love to be able to talk about some of the challenges that you're facing and use him as a sounding board to, to help you to maybe see some, some options. Some, some paths that you might be able to, to start to move down to, to overcome this season of challenge that you've been in, I want to encourage you to go to the rogofoundation.com, just rogofoundation.com, and click on the Contact Us tab and, and send a message in. Uh, and know that we will reach out to you because we, we have a burden to do this, and we love to reach out to those who are looking for help because they feel the burden of stewarding well the kingdom asset that they've been entrusted with. They love their community, they love the church, and they want to be as effective as they possibly can in doing what they've been called to do. I want to encourage you to reach out to us. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Ron, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I want to let you know if you want to learn more about the podcast, simply check out rogofoundation.com slash podcast. I want to encourage you to like this episode and subscribe and even share with others what you're hearing here if you've enjoyed it. Hope that you have a wonderful day and God bless you.